Hi, how are you? Um, I'm sorry that I was on hiatus last week. I recorded while I was taking a walk and I was hopeful that the audio would be fine. Maybe a couple little hiccups here and there and I could fix it in my editing software. Uh, But then when I listened back to uh, my two separate recordings that I did, uh, it was pretty bad and uh, I didn't want you guys to hate me and get annoyed and just stop the podcast and stop the episode. So I decided to take a little break and come back when I uh, felt ready to record. And that's now. Um, I am visiting my family in Savannah. It has been wonderful. Savannah is chill and beautiful and calm. And my parents' neighborhood is just just like a wonderland. Um, I can take a walk and see a caterpillar, um, a baby duck, a turtle. It's just so nice. And uh, a year ago, not a year ago, years ago, I noticed a couple ducks sitting at the pond behind my parents' house. And um, I would always see them sitting together and they're so cute. I think they were just like a bonded pair. And this year they had babies and they had 10 babies. So these 10 little ducks live behind my parents' house. How wonderful is that? So I try to feed them sometimes. I've seen them. I haven't gotten a chance to feed them this trip, but um, I'm going to try. And I'll tell you how it goes. They're little sweeties and it's just so nice to be in nature. Don't get me wrong, I love the city. But um, I like being able to walk and walk on the walking path here and just relax. It's really good. Um, Being with my parents has been good. Uh, They're ridiculous. Being with people that are exactly like you can be a bit much. Um, My sister is a lot like me, but she compliments me um, because she's got different uh, strengths and qualities. And like we just have so much fun together. But with my parents, I feel like we're ridiculous and silly and extroverts so (laughs) being with them is just so fun but also hilarious and uh, I want to kill them sometimes but I just kill them with all my love yeah I did listen to the podcast with my mom and she seemed to enjoy it she did not like when I was negative about a certain app and voice and she said that that's not nice uh so she is um very prim and proper and polite and I will try to be as polite as possible but I will be honest I'm never mean I just know what I like and know what I don't like um right now I am dealing with a bit of a sore throat 
and a cough. So I may have a cough drop or something um, while I'm recording. I hope that doesn't bother you guys too much. Um, but I'm going to keep going and I'm going to try my best. While I was thinking about the theme for the podcast, I thought about all um, feedback you've given me and some tips and some some updates that have come out. And I thought, what better way to go into this episode than by looking back at our progress and looking how far we've come. So I'm going to start with me. Before I thought of the podcast idea, I knew I wanted to do something different. Um, My friends had always given me positive feedback about being a problem solver, a good good communicator, being funny sometimes, and um, I tried to think of the best way to communicate and be all these things, but still be true to myself, and I had become obsessed with a podcast with two friends talking about a specific theme. They reminded me of my best friend um, growing up and me, and even their accents are like ours um, because they're from California, Um, and even some of their stories just remind me of us, and I thought, you know, it'd be a great thing if I could talk to my friends. I love talking to my friends, and it would be so fun. So when I started, I came up with some ideas. I narrowed down my concept and I came up with like a ton of episodes where I'd have guests and everything. And then, um, when I finally started and had the time to start, um, we were in the middle of the pandemic. So having guests and having multiple collaborators kind of didn't work out. But I'm glad because it helped me to pivot and be more of a friend to you and be closer to you Um, and focus on things that I really love and I'm really passionate about right now. Um, When I started um, thinking about it, I took a paid class from an instructor who had a successful podcast. It was a business podcast, so it was kind of skewed differently. And I got some good tips from that. And then I took a um, free webinar course and I got a wealth of knowledge from that. It was amazing. I'm glad I took the paid course because there are other people in there that ask some good questions. And I got some tips and tricks. But um, there were a couple of things that were recommended that would be good for someone who just wanted to get out there. But... The free course gave me more strategic advice, and that was so fantastic and so helpful. And now look, I've got seven episodes. I've been able to connect with so many people, so many former like classmates and old friends, people I thought that didn't like me that are so nice to me, which is great. Um, I have a troll, which is good. Um, don't worry, that troll has gone under a bridge, I think. So, hope he's safe and happy. And I've got, you know, tons of great feedback. And it's just 
been really positive and really productive um, and helpful for me and hopefully for you guys during this kind of difficult time. So I want to go back and look at each episode and give you some information based on feedback I've received, some new information on discounts and free services, and more tips that are hopefully useful to you. So let's start with episode number one. We talked about mindfulness. We talked about the Shine app. Um, A bunch of you said you signed up, which is awesome. I hope you are loving it. Loving the morning meditations and prompts and the positive messages from Shine. It really is a great app and a great community. Um, If you can, sign up on the Facebook group. um, It's really cool to be um, in communication with other like-minded individuals who want to just get a little motivation, a little help being positive, productive, and happy right now. And in general, really. We talked about the Breathe app, the Calm app, the Deepak Chopra and Oprah app, Headspace, which it has been free for people who have been displaced and don't have a job. I think that's still free. You could message them. I did get a recommendation from a friend for 10%. It's an app and it's spelled 10, T-E-N, percent, P-E-R-C-E-N-T. And it's free for healthcare workers and teachers right now, which is awesome. So get that if you can. Also, the Calm app, which I said was more of a pricier app. I shouldn't have said that. It's just you know, you pay for what you're getting and it's good quality um, meditations and programs. So if you have an American Express card, they have a deal with American Express. You can get a free year of Calm Premium. And if you also have an American Express um, corporate card, you can still sign up um, depending on your card. Just remember, A year after you've signed up, it will auto-renew at a discounted rate. And if you don't want it to auto-renew on your regular card or corporate card, just put a note on your phone or a reminder in your planner or on your calendar a year from now, like maybe like a week before the year is up. And um, make sure you cancel that if you don't want it to renew. And if you are a Kaiser Permanente member for your health insurance or if your spouse is, or someone you know who can hook you up. Um, If you're a Kaiser member, you can get Calm Premium for a year for free and the My Strength app. And the My Strength app, I believe, is a behavioral health, a positive mental health app. And so you can get these for free from Kaiser by going to kp.org slash self-care apps. That is kp.org forward slash S-E-L-F-C-A-R-E-A-P-P-S. 
So try that out. I signed up um, for my strength because I had already signed up with Amex for Calm, and I think that's amazing. Lots of companies are doing this because mental health and uh, mindfulness is important. And we're seeing more and more um, companies and everyone just recognize it. So if there is an app or something that you cannot get for free because of your resources, maybe you don't have an American Express card, you don't have Com, just write the company and see if they will help. Or you can go beyond that and go to your um company if you work for a large company even if you work for a small company you can say hey is there any way that we can get this a part of our benefits package because it's very important the supplemental care can help ease stress which is harmful on the body and easing your stress will help limit some of your health care problems not all of them of course but it does reduce um, hospital visits for things due to stress. I mean, I know I have like fewer headaches when I have less stress. A couple more things before I wrap up on mindfulness. Um, Deepak Chopra, who has the app Oprah and Deepak um, for meditation and mindfulness, um, he has created a new app with his company and it's simply called Chopra. That's C-H-O-P-R-A. And it's awesome. I like the graphics. Um, right now they have a seven-day meditation challenge. And it's um, similar to the Oprah and Deepak app um, where he talks to you about a specific message, gives you a mantra, and lets you meditate to soothing music for about like 13 to 15 minutes. It's really great. Oprah um, and Deepak's app. Um, now I know why it was called Oprah and Deepak and not Oprah and Chopra because that would have been pretty funny, but also very good and clever. So, you know, maybe they need to hire me as their branding person or maybe not. <laughs> but um, Deepak has been a leader in holistic medicine. Um, he's a doctor. He consults at hospitals and he's great. He was on CNN this weekend um, with Frederica Whit- Whitfield, who's an amazing journalist. She's wonderful. And they talked about mindfulness and breath work. And that was pretty cool. But um, for the Chopra app and for all of these apps, definitely follow them on social because you'll get um, prompts, tons of positive messages. Some of them have live meditation sessions which is amazing free content for you and I also have a great sound bath recommendation for you just like those calm app commercials where it's 30 seconds of calm there is this guy who's awesome on Instagram and he has these minutes of just sound bath Um, his handle is Nate Martinez sound and um, that is spelled N-A-T-E-M-A-R-T-I-N-E-Z-S-O-U-N-D. Nate Martinez Sound. And he posts these sounds 
um, with a beautiful image. It gets trees uh, like near a lake or it's a fly through of a beautiful mountainscape with this music. I usually just like look at the picture and then close my eyes and listen to the sounds. And it's so calming and so relaxing. Even just that before bed, just that. And no apps guided anything can help you get some good stress relief and hopefully a good night's rest. Please continue giving me your mindfulness app suggestions, um, giving me your feedback on each app, telling me what you think, what you like, what you don't like, like um, how I gave my feedback on the Headspace app initially and what voices I like. Um, Because I love hearing from you and I get some great tips from you guys. So keep them coming. The second episode dived into keeping in touch. And I feel like based on the stats, not many people understood where I was going with that. Um, But I just mainly wanted to make sure we are reaching out to our loved ones, reaching out to our friends, reaching out to our coworkers and colleagues that we haven't seen in months, just reaching out. And in everyday life, you know, if you're a person with responsibilities, whether it's taking care of your home, your pet, your parents, your children, everything. You're taking care of your mental health and your illness or a partner's illness or making sure you're all prepared for COVID. You don't have the ability to think about anything else, let alone pick up the phone, write a letter, or make that hour time to video chat your friends or at least I didn't for a while and sometimes you feel anxiety about it um, you feel weird about not being able to see your friends or get back to them in the right way I have one friend who's just disappointed that I'm not home all the time um, and I'm away and you know it sucks but that's just my life right now And, um, we had another friend who hasn't left his house and hasn't seen anyone. And so it's good to keep in touch with him. So my main goal was basically to remind you to keep in touch with your friends and loved ones through any medium that you have time for. I've been trying to keep up with my loved ones. I have had a couple of video chats I sent a little bit of snail mail, not as much as I should have. I've had a phone call. I've had many, many social conversations, but I still could be doing so much more. And I'm going to continue keeping in touch. Um, I had a friend who was supposed to get married this month. She's not getting married. Like, can you imagine, like, having a big life event and just not having it anymore? So I'm going to continuing to talk to her about alternatives for that um, and planning for a future event and what she could do. Um, I had a friend post about something serious, so I reached out to make sure she was okay because, you know, sometimes 
you can comment or you can like or love or just send something, but just taking that extra bit of time to reach out is helpful. I could have called her, but I didn't know how busy she was. And also there's that anxiety of like, does this person even want to talk to me? So we um, caught up and that was really good and really nice. And you never know when someone needs a boost. Um, you can just reach out. You don't, If you don't know what to say, just send them a simple postcard or a picture. If your friend has small children, reach out to them no matter what. They need your love. They need your help. They need your support. Um, they are dealing with a lot right now. My sister has a little boy, and um, not that he's a handful, but she's got a lot more on her plate right now with him and with the girls. Um, I have a friend who just had a baby, and she's got a lot of family support, but, you know, she still wants to hear from her friends. Um, Connect with people you don't know, too. You never know who needs a little bit of your strength to help them get through the day. I will reach out to people on Instagram or something and just mention like, oh yeah, I love that too. Or, oh my God, this art piece is beautiful. Thank you for sharing. And like, I will try to comment genuinely and it helps me feel good because it helps me feel like I'm talking to a friend and it helps them to see that they're just not posting to the void. The third episode was about journaling. So how's it going? Have you guys been journaling? Um, Do you like the prompted journals or do you like the free form? My prompted journal has been super helpful right now. I've used it to write down my thoughts and the prompts, my goals. And I've also like used it for taking notes for the Shine app, for the journaling activities, and also... I use it for other activities, um, other note-taking activities, um, especially from a book I'm reading now, which I'll tell you about later. Um, The journals really help. I've started writing quotes in them that I've heard or learned um, recently. I've doodled. The doodling helps me to get more out of my head and helps it be more playful. Um, It makes it feel less formal. And, you know, you can write a little, you can write a lot, but do what makes you feel good. And, you know, one day you might have the makings of a book with all your journals. You never know. I mean, so many people have done it. But um, journaling just has helped me get through this time by helping me get my, ne- my feelings on paper negative, positive, my anxious feelings, um... I have been doing it throughout the day, not just right before bed. Um, I do have a prompt in one of my apps um, that reminds me to journal, but I have been doing more of the physical journaling and less of the in-app journaling. Episode four um, was about authenticity, integrity, and individuality. I've been trying to figure out how to be authentic um, in my social posts to you guys, in my communication with others, and just in general. Um, It's 
kind of surprising that like a post of my face and a new haircut gets so many more likes and comments and other posts with, um, in my mind, more important content. But I realize um, in my face, people see a human. They see um, their friend, their sister, a family member, a coworker they haven't seen in months, um, their long lost buddy. So in reality, my face is probably the most authentic thing I can post, right? So thinking about that, um, when I post on the um, Try Your Best Instagram or on my own, I try to post things that I feel like are authentic and um, show my integrity, uh, but usually are are playful um, on my personal um, pages are playful, whimsical, make people laugh. Um, but I also want to give you guys good content and good helpful messaging. Um, but now I know that it doesn't always have to be that specific mindfulness message or positive mantra. It can just be my face and I did get a good haircut that day so I'm glad people (laughs) liked it um and you don't have to be afraid of your face uh right now lots of people aren't wearing makeup some people aren't washing their hair that's fine that's your authentic self right now you don't have to be all dolled up and when you do get all dolled up it makes you feel good and you're authentic in that way at that time um, I'm focusing on my integrity with, uh, what I'm doing surrounded by, um, being socially active as much as I can, um, promoting voting, which we'll talk about later and, um, being, um, my individual self by just being myself. I mean, I'm sure my parents are tired of <laughs> me being myself. But I wouldn't be myself if it wasn't for them because I'm just as ridiculous as them. I'm just a little different and uh, I say ridiculous things and do ridiculous things and so do they. I feel like my dad is more on par with my ridiculousness and my mom just puts up with it well because she's used to it. Please keep being authentic and true to yourselves whether it's just in normal everyday communication, if it's in your posts about um, your beliefs and values, if it's in a communication to your kid's teacher or to their school. Um, don't try to do anything because everyone else is doing it. Don't try to be anything else anyone else wants you to be, unless it's your kid. If your kid wants you to dress up like Anna so they can be Elsa, that's totally fine. But um, in everyday life, be yourself. If someone's not wearing a mask and you feel weird, you wear your mask. Maybe tell them to put their mask on or just get away from them because it's just not safe. Yeah. Uh, Episode 5 was about saving money. 
I hope you've been able to incorporate some of the tips and have looked in your finance, looked at your finances differently or um, with more of a telescope, telescope, microscope. If you're looking at it, your finances through a telescope, your, your finances are big and broad and amazing and they probably shine like stars. Um, but look at your finances through a microscope or just write down how you're spending and what you're spending and hopefully you've been able to trim some things talk to some of your financial providers about things you can do right now paused some of those apps gotten some of the free services um i have been trying to save money but i have been caught up in sales and all sorts of shenanigans you know me um that said I'm usually only shopping um, when I can get like a deal or I have been evaluating if I really need the thing I'm purchasing. I've got a couple of things and then saw that they were on sale. So I got a price adjustment or I returned them and bought them on sale. Um, I also buy a lot of things for my family, like as presents or things they might need. So... I'm thinking about making a list or spreadsheet of what I've gotten for everyone, similar to what I do at Christmas, so I keep track of how many gifts I've already gotten each kid, um, and I'm going to make sure I'm not overbuying or forgetting things. Um, normally, I don't buy frivolous things. Um, I buy, like, jeans for my nieces or, like, clothes for my nephew, um, I did recently buy a ton of Squishmallows. If you don't know what they are, they're amazing. They're these stuffed animals that are so cute and they're squishy. Um, they really are just self-care tools. Uh, my parents have responded very well to them and they love them too. Um, you never know how happy a grown man can be until he hugs a stuffed pink dragon. So there you go. Um, I'm going to continue to look at my finances, maybe look at those apps again that I need or don't need, um, and try to save money a bit more. Um, might be getting a new iPhone and maybe switch my phone provider, depending on what plan is the best. So, we'll see. And our last episode, episode six, about being scrappy, um, was fun to record. Um, I hope you enjoyed my tips on being scrappy and have used some of them. I am definitely putting those limes and lemons in my water right now and I made some apple tea last night for my throat. Um, There's so many more tips. Um, the jam brand Bon Maman has been posting tips on reusing their beautiful jars for like your skincare or other stuff. I actually have a jar of scrub um, in my shower in one of their jars because it's so little and cute and the um, jar the scrub came in was just this plastic and kind of getting icky in the shower so it's now in a beautiful like glass bun mamen jar that used to hold apricot jam so it's fun um, they also posted a tip on instagram for using their lids as magnets um, which is kind of a neat idea um, I love their brand. I love their bottles. So you can check them out. Of course, you can use tons of jars, other jars for different things. Another um, cool tip, since you're 
we're getting into the colder months and we're getting all cozy and getting more candles and things, um, you can definitely reuse those candle jars. Some of those jars, like from Bath and Body Works or Yankee Candle, the round ones, they're beautiful and you can reuse them um, for your skincare products in the bathroom, like your Q-tips or cotton balls. Um, you can use them for your kids' crayons, tons of stuff. Um, but you can melt all the leftover wax out. I my like I will do that on a um, candle warmer, and then I'll pour it into like maybe like another jan um, another candle to top it off a little bit. Be careful, it is hot. Just be very careful. Um, and then other people use the boil method. I say please, please, please be careful. They pour hot water into the jar and then after the um, wax like melts and then everything cools, the wax will harden and float to the top and it'll be kind of like a circle. If you're doing that method, be extremely careful. Make sure, I think you should put like the jar in the sink and then like pour and then kind of be away just in case. Um, but if you pour the hot water into the jar, the wax will melt and then harden and float to the top and it'll be like a little circle. And um, some people will reuse that circle of wax um, by poking a hole in the middle for a new wick and stack a bunch of those um, like reclaimed uh, circles of wax to make a new candle, which is kind of neat. And they can use the jar for something else. Um, uh, other seasonal scrappy hacks would be Roasting your pumpkin seeds after making a jack-o'-lantern. That's a old-school hack. Um, my best friend's dad would make us the most delicious pumpkin seeds. Um, yeah, that's a nice memory. Um, you can also use an apple core with peanut butter and some seeds for a biodegradable bird feeder. I mean, there's so much. I feel like my sister gave me a ton of tips when I was telling her about... Um, that episode but yeah share scrappy tips with me and keep on scrapping um so yeah we've come pretty far and I've um covered a few different things um uh, mostly in the vein of self-help and um just help overall and doing things differently and I hope you like it. Um, please send me all of your feedback. I love getting your feedback. Um, and uh, what you want me to cover next. Um, so speaking of scrappy and scrapping, I finished the book Educated. It was amazing. I think I talked about it a little bit last time. Um, it is about a woman who grew up in a very sheltered family, um, a family of survivalists who didn't believe in sending their kids to school. Um, her dad was a scrapper and owned his own junkyard, and she eventually makes her way to college and um, some really cool higher education um, institutions like Harvard and Cambridge. I mean, it's amazing. Um, she battles abuse, uh, basically being brainwashed by her parents, um, who 
have definitely have some mental health issues and she grows and moves forward and makes a whole different life for herself. Um, the book was named one of the 10 best books of the year by the New York Times Book Review. It was one of Pre- President Obama's favorite books of the year, part of Bill Gates's holiday reading list. Um, it's got so many accolades, but it was just an amazing book. And it's neat to think about how you're, you can be nurtured in a certain environment and be content and be happy and be in that environment. But you can stretch yourself a little bit and go just so far. It's amazing. And even with Tara and with um, getting away from her family and, you know, just learning all these new things, she still was tied to her old life and it took some time for her to realize that it was unhealthy so I'd say um it's a fantastic book just for general reading to think about how you can change your life with just some small steps and perseverance and how your parents or your upbringing doesn't really define you um and you can go your own way um my parents are amazing they're immigrants they're hardworking, and for so long I thought I was so different and I was just the odd one out and I was just ridiculous and a silly extrovert and I wanted to be like a writer or be something in communications and now I'm saying I'm so much like my mom and dad I'm a super extrovert like them I'm kind and caring like them I've got an entrepreneurial mindset like my dad I am like not an amazing cook but I do try my best in the kitchen like my mom and I'm an amazing caretaker like my mom and I'm really smart and really strong like my mom. I like to like pick something up and be like, I'm strong like mom. And my dad's like, no, 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 you're strong like me. So it's, it's really cute. But, um, uh, like Tara Westover, I mean, her parents were pretty strong and amazing. They just had really odd views and she just had to find her way and I believe we all can find our way and do something with our lives that make us happy and that's what I'm trying to do now and I hope I'm helping you to do that and to find little ways to make your life easier um one thing that uh we all can do to make our lives easier and better is to vote Vote for who you believe in. Vote for who models your values and beliefs. Vote for who will help you and affect change that will affect your life and people that you love. Um, don't be persuaded by um, people in your family uh, fear tactics. I mean, I went to school for public relations and learned all about agenda setting and fear tactics. Just look at, um, 
policies that you believe in and what um, what you think is right for you. And it's not just the top of the ballot with the president or even with your governor and senators. Look at everyone and everything. If you need help, consult with people um, with um, some of the uh, judiciary um, ballot um, folks. I've consulted with my cousin who is a lawyer. Um, I have uh, looked up while in line, looked up different um, folks that were on the ballot that I didn't see on it initially. I think like one of the sites had like one chunk missing, which is kind of a bummer. Um, but do your research and plan. If you have not um, gotten a absentee ballot and you want to mail in or drop off your ballot, make sure you sign up to get that. Um, some sites make it look like you can only do that through mail to request it, but you could definitely request it online. Um, there are many organizations that can help you, and um, you can mail in your ballot, and you can get it. You can track it, and it'll tell you where it's going and when it's been accepted. You can also drop it off at official ballot boxes in your county where you're registered. Um, you can early vote. There were some hiccups with early voting, which is a bummer, but people are early voting and getting out there. You can also vote the day of, November 3rd. Um, so make a plan, stick to it, follow your heart, follow what feels right for you and your life, and think about how it'll affect your life um, in the long run and affect the people around you. And... Just try your best. Thank you so much. Goodbye.